This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's row time. Welcome to Rolanda on Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. Have you guys been checking out Tidying Up with Marie Kondo on Netflix? I tell you, that lady has got me going. I've been looking at things saying thank you and getting rid of them and putting my t-shirts all lined up. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, and your head must be in the sand if that's the case, uh, Marie Kondo is a Japanese woman. She doesn't even speak English. But she's on that show up in American homes getting couples ready to have new babies together, you know, because that, that there's a lot to be said for getting clutter out. You can get some new things in and some people out there want babies. Um, but also when when um, you've got two messy people who are now living together or you just lost your partner and have to, to make a change or you just are downsizing. I'm in that last category and I've got to tell you, it is work, honey. It is work. If you have followed me over all of these years, you know I am constantly talking about clearing clutter. And I am really working on it now because I'm trying to live my life a lot more bi-coastal, New York and L.A. And I don't want to be paying for a pod of a bunch of stuff that I don't need or use anymore. And I don't think I'm alone. I mean, many of us have garages that you can't even, wouldn't even dream of putting a car in. Attics that are just overflowing, things we don't need. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, I'm on this big thing about reinvention. And I hope that you will check out my eight-week course that I'm offering and the many live webinars, the free webinars that I'm doing, talking about reinvention. And clearing clutter and visualizing is a big part of that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I've got my niece and nephew who have been so touched by Miss Marie Kondo that they have changed their ways. They're going to talk about that. I also have Closet Colin, who tried to help me with my own closets. And we're going to talk with my dear friends Joyce Schwartz and Renee Piani, who are vision board experts, one in love and the other in life. And both of them strongly believe that vision boarding is a healing process as well. So stick around. We're going to clear out some clutter, get some cobwebs out of your life, reinvent a few things, and have a great time. So thank you so much for listening to Rolanda On Demand. I'm Rolanda Watts. And also, please follow me every day of the week on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A at Rolanda Watts. So we're going to be tidying up, clearing clutter, and vision boarding right after this here on Rolanda On Demand. C-Suite Radio. 
Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. And I was doing a book signing years ago, and some guy says, David, two words changed my life. Two words changed my life. And I said, and, and God was speaking to me, because I am rather obtuse at times. I said, be happy. What? Three words. Be happy now. Be huh? happy now. Be happy, be happy now. There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect. Guys, let me just take a little second here to remind you that I'm doing a lot of free webinars right now, and um, they're centering around what I am calling the art of reinvention. Oh my God, I've reinvented myself so many times. I mean, from a news reporter to an anchor woman to a talk show host to an actor, stand-up comedian, voiceover artist, author, speaker, uh, podcast podcaster. I can go on and on and on. And if you're feeling like Maybe you're a little stumped right now. You need to freshen up your life. You need some new goals. Maybe your life is just perfect, but you need to make it even more perfect. Tweak it up a little bit. Tweak that business. Reinvention and change is always good, and you don't have to go through it alone. Please come and join my eight-week course on the art of reinvention. I'm calling it Rolanda's Reinvention Retreat, and I've got a lot of interest, and I hope that you will join us. In the meantime, there's a link I put in the text of this podcast so you don't miss my next webinar and check out my class too. We're starting this spring so you can spring into action. (laughs) We'll be right back right after this here on Rolanda On Demand. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. What is it that is the glue to an everlasting relationship? I don't think you're going to like this answer. Uh Uh-oh, what is it? The number one thing was respect. That's what my parents say. And I was like, and? Yeah. These couples, I say, they have a a black belt in the discipline of respect, you know? (laughs) Yeah, well, there was a couple who said, you know, you can have respect without love, but you cannot have love without respect. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. The whole idea of decluttering your life and getting rid of things that just don't spark joy and don't really um, have purpose purpose anymore. Because, you know, just like everything, you kind of outgrow things, but you still hold on to it as like a bit of comfort of who you used to be, but kind of letting it go, you know, gives you an opportunity to just be brand new. So Justin and Brianna Chambers are, well, they're like my niece and nephew. Actually, Justin is a movie director and has directed me in a couple of films, American Bread and Broken Road. His wife, Brianna, and their relatively newlyweds, is a hair artist, and they just paraded all over Facebook that they have decluttered their new closets. You know, I'm going to be inspired by you guys. Because I, I, when I saw you on Facebook and you were you were taunting a clean closet, I knew I had, Auntie had to get to work. <laughs> now, are you guys big fans of Marie Kondo? Did you read feng shui books? I mean, how did all this come about? Most, most, you know, I would think younger people might be a little sloppy like me. Oh no, I, I think a lot of young people are kind of like sloppy and just put their stuff wherever they want to do it. I think it started for us. I think we heard about the Netflix documentary tidying up with Marie Kondo. And I remember coming home and being like, Hey, I heard about this crazy, like clean tidying up documentary we should watch from a friend of mine. 
And we're clean people in general. We like to keep a well-kept home. You know? I would agree with that. And so we saw what we watched, I think, the very first episode. And we instantly, instantly realized, like, we love this concept. We love the concept of what doesn't spark joy, get rid of it. What doesn't make you happy, get rid of it, you know? And so that was pretty much the start, I think, is literally we never heard about her methods and her teachings and we didn't even know who she was mm-hmm. um till the do- netflix documentary to be honest yeah. well they say that she is really changing the world i mean you know and i will admit i do fold my t-shirts and line them up the way that she has them in the drawer <laughs> and and it's beneficial what does it do because you know you guys are are, are newlyweds what does that do just for your energy it has, have you seen a difference? Does it really work? I think it does. I mean, what would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like Justin said earlier, you know, I mean, it was like kind of like a whole new world with her, although we did have like our own systems that we did at first, like you said, we're really organized and really meticulous, but I think Marie Kondo just kind of took it to like a whole new level of um, organization. And I think that for us, even though we kept, um, you know, clean home and things organized, it wasn't necessarily efficient. You know how you can still be clean, Mm -hmm. but doesn't mean you're efficient, you know? And a lot of, uh, we found in doing this that we were doing things that were not efficient for time. And so even though we folded a lot of our clothes, we did our laundry and put it away, it would still take us time to find the clothes. I know, that's horrible. What else you'll do is you start buying it all over again. And then when you clean up, you've got three staplers. I mean, yes, exactly. (laughs) Like who really needs that? And that's that's really where she came in and just even showed clean people that you can be organized and functional. And that's why we decided to redo all the closets in our house because they weren't functional for what we needed to do to be organized and to tidy up. So we had to figure out a way to make better storage. And that's when we renovated all of our closets because we're like, if we're going to do this, we need the space to do it in, you know? Well, when I saw it on Facebook, I said, well, uh, I'm, I'm inspired. <laughs> Auntie's going to have to hit her closets, too. <laughs> yeah. It's and that is what we're going to talk about. I've got a, a guy, Closet Colin, who's coming up, who went through my closet and put a pile of clothes in front of me. I put a pile of clothes in front of me, and I said, what do you want me to do with that? And he says, I don't know, but I call 1998. They don't want their suits back. <laughs> But I think all across America, we are we are decluttering, Uh, and you know, and it's so good because as you do let things go, good things can come in, and we are uh, 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 I tell you, we live under abundance because as much as as uh, Maria Kondo has made an impact, so has the show Hoarders. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what did you learn about yourself in this process? Um, that's a good question. That's a really good I, question. I think I think I learned you don't need as much as you think you do. You know, you don't need as many. Um, I had a lot of things that I just didn't wear. You know, and and you go out and you want to go shopping and say you buy clothes and stuff, but when you actually look at how many clothes you actually have, you mm-hmm. kind of find yourself going. I don't really need all these things, you know? <laughs> and so I guess it comes back to that, 
you know, gluttonous behavior and like always feeling like you want the next cool thing. You want this, you want that, but do you really need it? And then if you, if you let it go and you hold on to the things that you really enjoy and you really like, they just have more meaning and purpose behind them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, going back and forth from New York to LA, I keep some things in a pod and being away from it. When I open the pod and I look at the stuff, I'm like, why do I have this? I mean, it just doesn't make sense anymore. So I'm trying to like not be paying monthly for stuff to be sitting in a pod, that garage space that we could be using or the attic space. I mean, how many, how many years are you going to keep the baby carriage? <laughs> you know, yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> you don't need it, right? Some things you just don't need. It's, it's definitely what I've learned through the process is it's a lifestyle change. So I love change. I'm not one to say like, no, 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 because I've been doing it a certain way. I'm not up for a new way. Um, I love change. I feel like if you don't create change, change is going to somehow kind of create you. Um, And so I just find that I'm really into good energies. I'm really into like positive spirits. I've always been into feng shui, even before kind of Marie Kondo. Um, energy balancing, good auras, good energies. Um, crystals are a huge part of um, my life, I would say, and kind of our life. Uh, but, you know, you you just find a way that works for you. And if I like a clean home and I like it organized, I know my husband does and I do it for me, but not only do I do it for me, but I do it for him too and for us. Well, I want to promote our website, crevicentertainment.com, C-R-E-V-I-C-E, entertainment.com. You can go there. There's a lot of cool things. We have Broken Roads on Amazon Prime. We have American Bread on Amazon Prime. We have a new YouTube show. It's a real estate show. So if you love HGTV and love all those things, it's called A State of Grace. And you can find it on YouTube, youtube.com slash the state of grace. And so um, it's episode two just came out yesterday. So go check it out. And then we have a new web series that's coming very soon. So go to our website, stay in the know and see all the cool things that we're working on. I love it. And you know something, you have to check it out because I must admit I'm in two of those movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> American brand. I was for you to see that. Yeah. Great publicity. And you know what I really appreciate what you guys talked about was this whole reinvention thing. You know, because that's what I'm really big on right now. And I'm doing the, my webinars, my live webinars, talking about different aspects of reinvention. And this is one of them. I mean, clearing the clutter, and starting new change is difficult for a lot of people. It and is. I think that when we have shows like this, it only inspires folks to try try something different, try something new. I mean, that's what it's about. Yeah, you have to. You have to keep, you know, changing and growing and keep evolving. You can't stay the same. You can't, what worked 10 years ago doesn't work today. You know? Today, that's right. You don't want to get left behind. You better get with the times. Yeah, when you change, when when everything changes, you got to change right along with it. Exactly. It's called growth. You just got to keep growing. That's right. Well, I'm so happy y'all are grow grow with row. <laughs> yeah, grow with row, exactly. Hashtag grow with row. <laughs> you are listening to Rolanda on demand, and we've been talking to the Chambers, Justin and Brianna. And uh, y'all, thank you so much. Go out there and keep that closet clean. <laughs> oh, we will. Thank you. <laughs>
Oh, gosh, I better call Closet Colin. He's coming right up right after this here on Rolanda On Demand. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. You probably know this man as T.C. Russell from the soap opera. Thank you for having me. Joe, I just wanted to say that uh, Ro looks amazing. I do? Oh. Yes, you do. Ooh, I, I think do? you should have some type of virtual thing going on out here. You need to, you're too fine to be behind this microphone without us seeing you. Oh, really? Really. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. C-Suite Radio. John, how are you? You're my Facebook buddy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I'm also a uh, fan of the uh, Rolanda show from back in the day. Well, I love you for that, John. I wanted to uh, speak with you today and your uh, guest about uh, cleaning up the clutter, especially on uh, their social media websites. Oh, now that's very interesting. Let me bring in Colin. Can you hang just a second with me? Sure. Yes, ma'am. Okay, let me tell you about Colin. Now, Colin Magaro is a very good friend of mine, but I met him because, hey, you get close with people who are in your closets, right? Colin knows everything that was in that closet, and some of that stuff made it to the tabloid, but we won't talk about that. Anyway, Colin is a stylist, but does makeovers for people not only of themselves in terms of style, but in terms of getting their lives together. He helped me clean out my closet, gave the clothes to charity, helped me shop in my closet. And Colin McGarrow, welcome. Thank you, Rolanda. <laughs> I that think was a that, great intro. You made my day. Thank you. <laughs> well, good. I only say it because it's true. John is, is calling us. I think we're all trying to, to find organization, uh, the get rid of the chaos, get rid of the clutter, whether it's in your computers, which is so brilliant. John, I really appreciate you, you remind us of that, getting rid of the clutter in those computers. But also in our closets, my office is a wreck. The garage is overflowing. I mean, what are we to do? What's going on in America? What What is happening here? Less is more. I mean, you know, when you're talking about LinkedIn and uh, Twitter and followers and following and also friends on Facebook, I mean, I think that we need to go through there and ask ourselves, you know, if, if, is this somebody that if our mom or dad or brothers or sisters asked us if we knew over the dinner table, would we know who that person is? If so, <laughs> then keep them. If not, then flush them and get rid of that clutter so that that way we're building meaningful connections through social media and using it for uh, intended purposes that could be pretty powerful. There is clutter somewhere and a messy bed, messy head. And, yeah. and, and maybe as we are going into this new year, and Colin, talk about this a bit. We yeah. are a, a nation of abundance. We have overstocked everything, supersized everything. I mean, there are national statistics that come out and say that it says the U.S. Department of Energy reports that one quarter of people with two car garages have so much stuff in there, they can't even park their cars. And I'm guilty of that myself. <laughs> so, Colin, why is it important to get rid of, of, of clutter and chaos around in our houses, offices, garages, and computers? 
Well, you know, Roland, here's the thing. I mean, you're you're dead on in, in the point of we are a nation of abundance. We, you know, constantly see commercials on TV. We see marketing materials when we're driving down the road. I mean, everywhere that we look, we're being encouraged to buy something. And, and although I'm, you know, very much for consumerism, sometimes we sort of cross that line. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, what happens is you become so cluttered that it, it crosses over into your entire life, really. You know, when your garage becomes too cluttered, then it moves into your basement, and your basement becomes too cluttered, and then it's your office. And really what happens is in that, your mind also becomes cluttered. You know, it's sort of, if you watch Hoarders, everybody thinks that these people just want this stuff in their house, and really a big part of what happens is it becomes overwhelming, and somebody doesn't know where to start to clean it out. So when you really start that process, and you get into the thick of it, and and you go through things, Mm -hmm that you need and that you don't need and that you can donate to charity or you could sell, you know, whatever is your liking, mm-hmm. it really changes your it, it changes your life. I mean, it changes what you do every day. You feel less tired. You go into your office and you feel more energized. And getting rid of all that crap, I mean, what a better way to spend a weekend. I know. Well, you know what? I, I always say when I clean up my room, because you know, you know me, Colin, I have clothes thrown all over the place. But when I clean up, finally tying everything up and I go to sleep and I wake up in the morning, I tell you, there's no feeling like that. To look at a beautifully clean room and then you make your bed and maybe you lay out your clothes because you could find them. We waste so much time not being able to find right. stuff. You know, do, John, right. do you find that also? I mean, you're, oh, are you, you find... Well, I Go mean, on. haven't Colin and Rolanda, I mean, haven't y'all both heard the saying that it all starts in the home? You know, yeah. I mean, Everything. it all comes back to, you know, the way you act in public is, you know, a reflection of what's going on in your home. You know, and if you've got clutter around the house, then you're going to bring clutter around with you everywhere you go. I mean... <laughs> well, you know what's interesting to me that you bring up, and I, John, I really appreciate this because that's right on time. Because my computers are—I can't remember the last time I had a good clean out of those computers, and it eats up our memory. And it just—and maybe that's what it does too in our—you know—when we collect too many things in our house and our garages and stuff, it, it fills up too much of the, the positive energy that we could be expending. That's Listen. right, and, and being an encouragement to other people because there's yeah. so much clutter around, we can't to encourage other people. But people are so busy cleaning up that they don't have time to spend quality time. Listen to these statistics. Cleaning professionals say that getting rid of excess clutter would eliminate 40% of the housework in an average home. 40%. They say about 80% of the clutter in your home or the clutter in your office is a result of disorganization, not a lack of space. And that's what Colin is here to talk with us about. John, thank you so much. I think that we collect so many things. We collect so many shoes. We got so many purses. I know the women do. We have so many gadgets. We have so many this and so many that. It's only natural that we would also have so many different social media things, LinkedIn, Facebook. But at some point, you're right. How do you decide? How do you discern what to keep and what to throw out? Because we can't do it all. And it could be that as consumers, we just consume everything. We're, the, we're like little pat men that go around and eat up anything anybody sells to us. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. In my story, where I did do it one time to a guy, it's because he looked like Morris Chestnut. Ooh. Ooh. But he was dumb as doornails. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've Amy, all done the L-O. Amy, my angel, I'm going to tell your mother on you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but if my mom saw him a vet, she'd be proud of me, too. <laughs> 
There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. I am so proud to be part of the C-Suite Radio Network. Also, it's the time of love. Oh, anytime is the time of love. And anytime is the time for a really good romance suspense novel, like mine. (laughs) Destiny Lingers. Yep, check it out. It's a good interracial romance story about some kids who couldn't be together during segregation Jim Crow days, but... Time moves on and destiny lingers. What would you do in a second chance at your first love? It's a great book about race and class and love. And Dr. Maya Angelou endorsed it. So you know it has a humanitarian touch to it. So check it out. You can get it at Amazon. It's good reading. We'll be right back on Rolanda On Demand right after this. We've got some vision boarding to do. Colin is here to the rescue. Colin McGarrow, as I said, is somebody who is about organization and making things beautiful. He is a makeover king, you might say, in terms of making over (laughs) rooms and making over people. And he is here to give us some help right now. So now, where do we begin? (laughs) You know, I think, Rolanda, like I go back to when we first did your, you know, your closets in, in your bedroom. It's really about making a plan and attacking it and, and going after what needs to be done. You know, you really need to evaluate uh, what do I need? What don't I need? Uh, you know, again, we go back to what can I give to charity? What can I sell? And really just starting the process. So you need to sit down, get it together, and then start going through stuff. So if it's that stack of magazines, you know, it's a simple example. Go through those 25 magazines that are sitting on your end table. If you've read them, why are they still around the house? Go out and recycle them. If you haven't read them, you know, then separate it out so that you know that you have to get to them. And if you're wanting to pull a page out because it's going to go on your vision board, then pull that page out and put it on your vision board and get rid of the rest of it. It's really a simple process. And even though it can be overwhelming, once you start, and, and I think you can speak to this so well and as I can because I love to organize all day, once you start the process, it really encourages you to keep going. And, you know, another big thing in doing all of this is invite somebody over that you trust and that you feel comfortable sort of opening up your personal space to and ask them to help you. Really get them to to get into the thick of it with you and and go after it and start organizing because it really will clear your mind. It'll help clear your schedule. It definitely helps keep your your space more clean. We know when we get rid of the clutter and, and after that great statistic you gave us. And you can really... I mean, you can trim down your day. Like, I clean 15, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit OCD about my house. I clean 15 minutes every day, and my house is always perfect. When I pick up my dry cleaning, for instance, you know, a great tip is immediately put your dry cleaning onto the proper hanger, get rid of the, you know, the plastic and the paper and the other stuff that comes with it right away, and then your closet stays nice. And really put things where they belong. Like, if you take something out, immediately put it back where it belongs if you're not going to use it. Well, you know, one of the things that you taught me, and I, and I tell y'all, if you're listening and you're just shaking your head about yourself and your closets like I do, <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you have to do something at least 30 times before it becomes regular a habit. Um, and, and, and you will fall out of it because I'm out of it right now. My closet's a little crazy. But, but you know what? <laughs> I always like getting jazzed up again, you know, get a little regeneration here. Um, because, you know, you taught me that it really does take less time to hang something up you're not going to wear than it is to throw it on the floor and then come back and then hang it back up later. 
Exactly, exactly. Because what happens is when you throw it on the floor or onto your bed or a chair or whatever it happens to be, then you throw something else on top of it and you throw something else on top of it. And then suddenly it's date night and you want that, you know, sexy little black dress that you look perfect in. And it takes you an hour to find it because it's buried under 17 other items as opposed to if it were hanging in your closet in the proper place. It's, you know, you would take two seconds to find it and be out the door. Okay, listen to these statistics. Well, we must have some real clutter issues in America, i.e. the show hoarders and the rest. But listen to this. There is actually a National Association of Professional Organizers, and this association says that we spend one year of our lives looking for lost items. One year of our lives looking for lost items, and that's just the average person. Listen to this one. Harris Interactive reports that 23% of adults say they pay their bills late or they incur late fees because they lose them in the clutter. I'm guilty of that, too, sometimes. This is, just, this, this is like time to turn around. I will tell you this. One of the things that I have learned to do with all those magazines, and I'm so glad that you dropped the, the little hint that if you're going to declutter with those piles of magazines around your house, hold on, folks, before you throw them out, because later in the show we're going to be talking about vision boarding, how we're going to use those magazines and recycle them to make our dreams come true. So don't throw them away quite yet. And save a couple of those magazines, because one of the things I've learned to do those boots that are flopping all over your closet, take some of those old magazines and put them down in those boots. Just fold them and put them in the boots. They, they, your boots will stand up erect, saving you space in your closet and looking neater. And you can just line your boots straight up across with those magazines folded right inside. So save the money. Don't go to those container stores and buy those boot things. You can do that yourself with those old magazines. Give us some other great hints. Uh, Colin, that we might be able to to, to do like tonight. <laughs> well, I can give you a lot, but though everybody is not going to be listening, and we're all going to be organizing. No, all kidding aside, <laughs> you know, I, I love the magazine idea, and also, frankly, it helps keep the shape of your boots. But other things are, you know. It's really getting yourself some organizational products, you know, putting things where they belong, but then go to Container Store, to Target, to the Dollar Store, you know, whatever you, you set aside in a budget, and get yourself, you know, some great clear plastic bins that you can separate things into, and whether it's in your office, in your, you know, in a storage area, or in your closet, what you can do is use these bins because you can see what's in them, so maybe you want to store fabric, and you want to store magazines, uh, and you want to put your bills all in one place. Get these containers, divide one, you know, each one is for one particular thing, and then either on the side, like I love to take a Polaroid, which is a little bit old school, and stick it to the side of the container so I know exactly what's in that container. And I Ooh. do that with everything from my paperwork to to my shoes and, and my coats in my own personal closet. And that really starts the process of making you get everything, you know, into an area where you can find it and where it's accessible to you. So that way you are paying your bills on time or you are finding that, you know, piece of fabric or whatever it is. And then, you know, when you go into your closet, you know, in Rolandic, and you know this, well, we went through your closet. I'm all about color-coding things, putting them together by season, and things like that. So your shirts, for instance, and this is with men and women, with your blouses, your dress shirts, 
your polo shirts, whatever, color code them. So all of your white short sleeve shirts should be together. All of your long uh, sleeved pink shirts or navy shirts or whatever they are should be together. And, you know, coming back to the dry cleaning, that way when you put it away, you know exactly where that space is. But if you're getting ready for work, if you're getting ready to travel, it's very easy to find those pieces in your closet. Keeps it neater, keeps it decluttered. Um, and, you know, going out to your garage, I mean, that's the ultimate place to organize or your basement. And it really is, again, about getting some great shelving, um, really putting things where they're going to be accessible to you. If it's stuff that you use all of the time, you generally want it at eye level or slightly lower so that it catches your eye right away and you know exactly where it is. And if it's stuff that you can store, then put it in a great container, put that photograph and put it up on top and then when you need it, it's still there. That's a great idea, especially, you know, when you've got shoes, you know, so many shoes galore. If you get to a certain age, you don't want to throw things away, you know, and we'll talk about that in a minute, too. But that's great. Those Polaroids on those um, those clear shoe boxes is always a great idea to help you find things. Now, one of the issues that we had when we were cleaning out the closet, and I think if you're listening at home, you probably have gone through this, too. I love the idea of a friend coming over to help you because it makes it fun. But. What are those, I mean, there's things we get attached to. How do we let go? I remember what you told me. You remember what you said to me? Remember you said, Rolanda, I checked back to the 1990s, and they said they don't want their suits back. I was like, what? But this thing, but this was, honey, this was hot back in the day. And they, and, they, and and Colin said, yeah, just uh, that's the operative uh, part of the sentence, Rolanda, exactly. back in the day. Let it go. Let it go. How do we know what to let go, Colin? You know, here's the thing. We all want to hold on to stuff. It's no no surprise that we all have things in our homes and in our closets that we want to hold on to because it's, you know, something an ex-boyfriend gave to us or our husband or our wife or that suit you wore when you, you know, were having a meeting about the Rolanda show. So you do have sentimental attachment to it. But at the end of the day, if you haven't worn it, my general rule is when it comes to clothing, if you haven't worn it in six months, it's time to get rid of it. So, again, whether you donate it, you sell it, whatever you want to do, it's really time to get it out of your closet. If it no longer fits you or if it's something that we can't take to the tailor and have reimagined and, and reworked to, you know, be more current or, or fit your current body type, it's time to get rid of it. I mean, we really, you know, we, we buy everything. We keep things in our home and in our closets, and it just stacks up and stacks up. And half of it we don't really need. I mean, there's something to be said for really going through your stuff and paring down and being being a little bit simplistic, and I don't mean don't have anything to wear. I mean, obviously, I'm a stylist. I would never say that. But, you know, you don't need to buy every shirt in every color, Rolanda. You know all about this. <laughs> um, I'll take them all. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. My, thing, my thing is, if there's a sale, oh, we'll get two. And, you, exactly. and then you're wasting money and you're wasting space at the same exactly. time. It's a part of the consumerism and, and, you know, the the statistics that you were giving before. You don't need to do that. If you're going to go out shopping, really buy what you need. And if it's something that you really want, look in your closet first or look in your home. And if you think, oh, I have to have that, uh, I don't know, that, that camel overcoat, well, do you already have one in your closet? Do you already have a black or a brown one or something that you could add a great piece of jewelry and a scarf to and have the same effect? Then you save the money and you save the space in your closet. That's right. And you live a happier and healthier life. You don't stress. That's one of the things I think I'm going to do some little shaping up and cleaning up today. I'm Rolanda Watts, and we're talking to stylist 
and uh, clutter makeover, <laughs> Alan Magaro. But really take the time to put things away properly, put them back into the case where they belong or back into the box. You know, whether you're using these, these plastic boxes or uh, uh, paper boxes or whatever, you know, cardboard, whatever you want to do, always label it and really, and I can't, you know, say it enough, always put it back in the same spot. But if you take those extra few moments to do it right, then the next year when you go to take those ornaments down and, and to put them up on the tree, they're exactly where they need to be. They are protected. They're not broken. They are easy to get to, and, and you can do what you need to do, and it, it really crosses that simple thing will cross into your entire life because then you and your partner aren't fighting about untangling the holiday lights. You know, it's already good and ready to go. You're not, uh, you're not thinking, oh, I have to have a glass of eggnog because I'm going to throw an ornament at somebody. You can take them out of the box and put them up on that tree and get to celebrating. Well, you know what's so funny is that I think that well, of course, the targets and the and the the organizing stores of the world have gotten hip to the fact that we're so unorganized as a nation, I guess, because there are so many ways that that you know so many containers, like you said, and it's just a matter of just getting organized and saving that time. Uh, a twelve foot wall could be built from l a to New York City with paper thrown away annually. Is that amazing how I mean a 12-foot wall from L.A. to New York City by paper thrown away annually. And listen to this. Here's another paper thing, because I got paper all over me here. I'm going through paper. One family can save approximately – this is important. See, this is, this is where it gets important. One family can save approximately three trees per year by recycling newspapers. Four feet of a paper stack is equal to one tree. Is that amazing? Then that incredible, and they and this uh, this uh, this organization uh, report also says that each year, an average one hundred pounds of waste is generated by an individual office worker. Well, I know two hundred pounds came out of this office worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I understand you feel overwhelmed. We are all feeling overwhelmed, and that's why I thought it was so important to do this show. I think all of us are kind of going like, wow, how did it get to this point? And before we go into that new year, that's why I wanted to have this show, so we can take control of our lives here in some way. And Closet Colin, who I call, Colin Magaro is here to help us. Let's take a caller here. Colin, here's a call okay. from area code 443. What's on your mind? Hi, I was just talking about clutter and listening to you. And I'm thinking that we're in the age of technology um, that we are experiencing now, that we can actually do something about the clutter um, because so much comes through the Internet to us, and it doesn't necessarily mean that we need to print it out. We can send it to a cloud. We can um, send it into our files and keep it on hard drives as opposed to developing paper piles in our house and still do something ecologically. That's very true. But, but do, do you keep your computer organized, like throwing stuff away? Heck no. <laughs> I mean, my, my dude is just as junky as this one room, like your cave. I have a cave Girl. as well. I'm a media person, and I I um I tend to not hoard but collect. And there's a difference between hoarding and collecting. Now, what is your name? My name is Tam E. Hunt. Well, Tam, you are, girl, you are my friend because you just admitted that you have a you have a junky office too. <laughs> I do. But I'm a busy person and I do great work, but still the clutter, you know, kind of gets in the way of the clarity. 
Yeah. You know what? I have often used this phrase, and maybe you've done this too, Tam, is that um, th- th- this clutter is a sign genius. Yeah. And I and I and I'm an artist and this is the way I work and I know where everything is in that room. But I have to say, I do wonder sometimes would some would would parts of my life be clearer? Would things be coming in quicker if my clutter was gone? And there's something about that that haunting question that tells me yes, the answer is yes. If I may if I may interject. Yes. Metaphysically it is said that if we clean or if we relieve ourselves and remove uh, the quote-unquote clutter or collected, collected items from our lives, then we uh, create what's known as a vacuum for uh, greater success, for prosperity, and all of those other wonderful things. Um, my children say to me, oh, my God, what are, you know, you're like an insane person. You need help. And I don't think I need help at all, except that much of my what is appears to be cluttered to someone else is very valuable treasure to me, uh, yeah. because it may it may depict um, some of the great things that I've done or contributions that I've made to society in whatever way that I may have been allowed. And so I think that we really need to define what clutter is and how, going back to you and your mess, saying, you know, how we work, you know, what, how, do, how do we expedite those things that we need? How do our minds work? It doesn't mean that we're nuts because we got a lot of stuff. Right. We just know where everything is. If you take something out of my pile of clutter, I know you were there. I know you were there. And, you know, there's a part of me that says, you know what, I maybe I keep things crazy like this so nobody else knows where to find anything. You know, maybe that's that like ultra-privacy that ultra privacy thing because most people are scared to even come in this room. It was like, know, you know, right. I'm like, don't go in there. Something might bite you. But but I kind of, you know, I kind of dig it. It's kind of like my little tree house is where the kid in, in me comes out. But it's but but the closet is a different story. That, that's making me late. That's giving me crazy agita. You know, and I need to work on that. But Tam, thank you so much. I really appreciate your contribution. And and I, you know what? I'd like to start getting a, on the good foot about cleaning out some of the trash and stuff that we don't need in our computers because that's not servicing us well. That's you know that's clogging up the memory, slowing down our engines, and that has to be cleared as well. So Tam, thank you so much. Ramonda, if I may sure. give you just one accolade. Okay. I've met many times in New York when you were on air. Yeah. Uh, you, you, in terms of your persona, you are an incredibly neat person, well-groomed. I mean, absolutely beautiful. The world knows that. So we won't hold it against you if you have a junk <laughs> You know, so my mom and dad used to tell me, they said, girl, you have been the same all your life. When I, they used to call, they used to have a, a poster on my door as a little girl, and it said, The Cave. <laughs> I love it. So I come by it honestly. I, as long as I don't go out looking like my office, I'm okay. <laughs> so you're cool, and, and, and you're a brilliant media, journalist, actor, um, entertainment woman personified. So I Thank said you. it. They don't like it. So what? Do your I thing. Love you. I love you, love you, love you, love you. Thank you so much, Tam. I, that, I mean, that means so much to me. Thank you. I try, and I have never called in, but today I knew I must. 
<laughs> good, good. Well, you you offered some good stuff. So, Colin, see, there's somebody mm-hmm. else saying they can't figure out what to give away, but I tell you what, <laughs> you have helped us. Any last-minute things that you want to tell us, and maybe what we want to envision is balance and harmony and clarity and decluttering of life. As we're going into this new year, any other last-minute tips that you want to give us in terms of organizing and decluttering? It's the perfect time to really go through your home and your spaces right now and declutter them. And remember, it's not as overwhelming a process as you think it is, and it's all about organization. And once you teach yourself how to organize well, it'll stay with you all the time, and it'll just become a natural part of your day. You'll be on time. You'll feel less cluttered. Your brain will be a little bit more clear, and you're going to be good to go. It's going to be all uh, good stuff in the new year that will come once you, once you work through that process. Because we want to live our lives with passion, and uh, sometimes we have to tweak a little bit here and there. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what life is about. And we make those resolutions, and sometimes we fall back, but then we get back up and we do it together. Colin, I appreciate you because you are my accountability partner on keeping the clutter out of my closet. And the beautiful thing about it, like we did when we cleaned out my closet, Colin, is how we can give mm-hmm. to charity. We were exactly. we took remember how we took our clothes down to uh, Ooh, out of the closet, so which is so many bags. I couldn't believe how much came. I said no one little person needs this much junk. That is just ridiculous. So um, I, think of how many I just want to you thank help. you. Yes, that's right, because listen, I gave, there were so many bags that I gave some to the battered women's shelter. Out of the Closet was another place that I chose, which all of their research, um, the research for AIDS research and awareness and resources, I felt good about so many things after that closet was, and in fact, I'm tapping into that joy right now (laughs) (laughs) because I'm going to start all over again, but you get to help yourself. And you get to uh, really help others as well. Colin Magaro, thank you so much for joining us. And I think we're going to step out on the right foot because of you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, Rose. Okay. You do the same. Bold Radio. It's Rolanda. So I go out to the restaurant. Charles says, oh, you look divine with your hanging moons. I said, my what? Pointing to my chest. And I'm going, first of all, Charles, I love you to death. You're my friend. But in America, you don't look at a woman and say, hanging anything. I said, couldn't you have said something like, rising sunsets, my cresting ellipses? He says, that was a compliment where I come from. There's more Rolanda next. Thanks so much for listening to Rolanda On Demand. That means so much to me. Please subscribe and feel free to rate the show and give me a review. Also, all through the week, follow me on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Rolanda Watts. And find out more about my eight-week course on the art of reinvention. Thanks so much again for listening. Now go out there and do something good. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.